0: Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Numbers. Now this time we need to read Numbers chapter 32. I'm going to have a little confession here. I recorded this previously, but I messed it up and it sounded so bad. I'm redoing it. I'll try to stick this in in the right order so that uh, nothing seems weird so that we don't do chapter 32 before 32. Okay? So this is chapter 32 of the book of Numbers, I am reading in the Amplified Bible. Now the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad had very large herds of cattle, and they saw the land of Jazer and the land of Gilead on the east side of the Jordan River, and indeed the place was suitable for raising livestock. So the sons of Gad and of Reuben came and spoke to Moses, to Eleazar the priest, and to the leaders of the congregation, saying, The country around Adaroth, Dabon, Jazer, Nimrah, Heshbon, Elilah, Sabom, Nebo, and Baon, the land which the Lord conquered before the congregation of Israel, is a land suitable for livestock and your servants have very large herds of livestock. They said, If we have found favor in your sight, let this land be given to your servants as a possession. Do not take us across the Jordan River. But Moses said to the sons of Gad and the sons of Reuben, Shall your brothers go to war while you sit here? Now why are you discouraging the hearts of the Israelites from crossing over into the land which the Lord has given them? This is what your fathers did when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to see the land. For when they went up to the valley of Eshcol and saw the land, they discouraged the hearts of the Israelites so that they did not go into the land which the Lord had given them. And the Lord's anger was kindled on that day, and he swore an oath, saying, None of the men who came up from Egypt from twenty years old and upward shall see the land which I promised to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, because they have not followed me completely, except Caleb the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, and Joshua the son of Nun for they have followed the Lord completely. So the Lord's anger was kindled against the sons of Israel, Jacob, and he made them wander in the wilderness forty years, until the entire generation of those who had done evil in the sight of the Lord was destroyed. Now look, you the tribes of Reuben and Gad have risen up in your father's place, a brood of sinful men, to add still more to the fierce anger of the Lord against Israel. For if you turn back from following him completely, he will once again leave them in the wilderness, and you will destroy all these people. But the people of Reuben and Gad approached Moses and said, we will build sheepfolds here for our flock and walled cities for our children, but we will be armed and ready to go to war before the other tribes of the Israelites until we have brought them to their place while our children live in the fortified cities because of the inhabitants of the land. We will not return to our homes until every one of the other sons of Israel has taken possession of his inheritance. For we will not inherit with them on the west side of the Jordan and beyond, because our inheritance has come to us on this side of the Jordan River toward the east. Moses replied, If you will do as you say, if you will arm yourselves before the Lord for war, and every armed man of yours will cross the Jordan before the Lord until he has driven out his enemies before him, and the land west of the Jordan is subdued before the Lord, then afterward you shall return and be blameless in this matter before the Lord and before Israel, and this land east of the Jordan shall be yours as a possession before the Lord. But if you do not do this, behold, you will have sinned against the Lord, and be sure that your sin will find you out. Build yourselves cities for your children and folds for your sheep, and do that of which you have spoken. Then the descendants of Gad and of Reuben said to Moses, Your servants will do just as my Lord commands. Our children, our wives, our livestock, and all our cattle shall be there in the cities of Gilead. But your servants will cross over every man armed for war before the Lord to the battle, just as my Lord says. So Moses gave the command concerning them to Eleazar the priest and to Joshua the son of Nun and to the leaders of the fathers' households of the tribes of the Israelites. Moses said to them, If the sons of Gad and the sons of Reuben will cross over the Jordan with you, every man armed for battle before the Lord, and the land is subdued before you, then you shall give them the land of Gilead east of the Jordan River as a possession. But if they will not cross over with you armed, they shall have possessions among you in the land of Canaan and surrender their right to the land east of the Jordan River. The sons of Gad and the sons of Reuben answered, As the Lord has said to your servants, so will we do. We will cross over armed before the Lord into the land of Canaan, so that the possession of our inheritance on the east side of the Jordan may be ours. So Moses gave to them, to the sons of Gad, and to the sons of Reuben, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, the kingdom of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Og, the king of Bashan, the land with its cities and territories, the cities of the surrounding land. The sons of Gad built Dibbon, Adaroth, Aroir, Atroth-Shifon, Jazer, Jodbeha, Beth-Nimrah, and Beth-Haron, fortified walled cities and sheepfolds for sheep. The sons of Reuben built Heshbon, Eliela Kyriathem. Okay, I'm not pronouncing that very well, and it's a tough one, okay? It's Curia theme is probably how I would say it. It's probably not correct, but it's close, hopefully. Hopefully, if you saw it, you would understand my, my trouble, so um, I will show it. Oh, actually, you, you will be able to see it on the screen. That's right. So, you'll see it. You'll see how difficult that that is. Some, some of these I'm not very good at, but we'll we'll do the best we can. Nebo. No, I guess it's Nebo. Nebo and Baal Man, their names being changed. Notice these are two towns that they changed the names of, so it doesn't sound like they really... Probably most of these places they didn't build from scratch, but these are probably towns that they have taken over or cities they have taken over. And they are refortifying them and making sure that they can be protected while they're gone to war. So I'm going to go back to verse 38, sorry. Nebo and Belman, their names being changed, and Sidmah, and they gave other names to the cities which they built. The sons of Machir, the son of Manasseh, went to Gilead and took it and drove out the Amorites who were in it. So Moses gave Gilead to the tribe of Machir, the son of Manasseh, and they settled in it. The sons of Jair, Jair, yeah, I'm trying to say this correctly. The sons of Jair, the son of Manasseh, went and took its towns, tent villages, is what it says here, and called them Havoth Jair. Nobah went and took Kenneth, and its villages, and called it Noba after his own name. It's not surprising a lot of people name things after themselves when they settle it or they retake it or take it in this instance. So one thing I noted that I wanted to make sure I pointed out is a lot of times you'll hear this phrase or you've heard this quote and you're like, where is that in the Bible? Because you know it's here. If you're like me, you've read it before, but you forget where it is. And that's this phrase in verse 23, be sure that your sin will find you out. Moses is warning them that their sin will cause them trouble, that it will cause them, um, just like their their father's sin had caused them to die in the wilderness. Here he's warning them, "If, if you do not hold up your end of this bargain, if you do not follow through on what you're promising, it will cause you trouble. You will have problems. You will suffer for it. Be sure that your sin will find you out. That still holds true today. Our sins, our own selfishness, and problems like that—the things, like uh, the things that we do that are against the Word of God—those things cause us most of our problems. There is a certain amount of life that just happens that we have no control over, and, and we admit that, and we. We acknowledge that. But a lot of times we create our own problems with our with our sin, our poor choices. Maybe maybe we lie. Maybe we break a promise. Maybe we do any number of things that are against the the word of God. You know, our sin will find us out. It will cause us trouble at some point down the line. Maybe not today. Maybe you'll get away with it now, but at some point it will cause you trouble. So it's just something to be aware of. That's a warning that we can take to heart now and realize that we can cause our own problems. We are sometimes our own worst enemy. And that is, that is the nature of us in our imperfection, I suppose, that, that we, we want to do well. We want to do good, but sometimes we mess up and uh, we create our own problems. But thanks to the Lord, we can repent and get forgiveness for those things and then we won't pay the price for those. Now, sometimes, and we talk about paying the price for sin, sometimes the things we've done will cause physical ramifications or things that are, you know, consequences that are going to happen in this life. But from a spiritual standpoint, we can be forgiven through the Lord, and it wipes out that debt of sin from a spiritual aspect. Now, again, depending on what we've done, we may still face certain consequences in this life. That's because, you know, let's say, for instance, that you have committed a crime. Well, you may still, even though you've repented and gotten forgiveness from the Lord, you may still face uh, social justice. uh, Not social justice. Wow, that was real. Legal justice. You may still face um a prison sentence or a fine or some such thing from the system the system is not going to recognize God's forgiveness uh, and that's just the way it is uh, we can't as a society function very well if we just allow everybody to claim that they have forgiveness and 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 they get away with it because unfortunately there are dishonest people who take advantage of that so just be aware that sometimes we do create our own problems. And that was Moses warning to them that if you break your word, if you're not being honest and having integrity with us, you will be in trouble. You will pay for that later down the line. So want well, to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.